Here it's going now, guys. Talk City here, back for another week of the TNC podcast. It is just me and Chris back again because we don't have many friends, do we? No, we're running out. We're, we're running, running out of friends. People. No um, one likes us anymore. No, no one ever did like us. I don't think. Well, no, yeah, true. So it's just us. I think I just about still like you. So thanks, Jack. That's Cheers. nice. Uh, Likewise. Yeah, uh, I do want to just say as well. Um, apologies for the podcast not being on iTunes for the past couple of weeks. Completely my fault. Basically forgot to do it twice, two weeks in a row. Uh, so, Jack, if, I, if you told me that, I'm your manager, man. I would have, I would have, sl- I would have well, gone. You should to be that. checking. I'm going to have to check up. Have you left anymore. a review yet? No, I haven't. Okay, so this week I'm getting it in their early doors. It will be on iTunes because it's the first thing I'm going to do. I've made a mental note to myself. Yeah, well done. If you listen on iTunes, please, please, please leave us a review, a five star review, because it helps the helps with the algorithm, and it helps us go up. The Does that mean when someone searches Norwich City, we can't hire? Yeah. Basically. Oh, cool. Okay, right. And it makes us leave a review, good. and it, it boosts our egos as well. If they need boosting anymore. Probably yeah, not. No. Uh, but yeah, sorry about that. It was completely my fault. I, I, I forgot to upload a podcast onto a podcast sharing website. So you've got a video, basically. So apologies for that. <laughs> but I'm not here to, to talk about that anymore. We are, of course, well, there are absolutely tons to talk about this week. We've got the whole game to dissect. We've got your guys' questions, which is always our favourite bit of the week. We've got Moan and Hype of the Week, which we haven't done for a little while. Oh, yes. I feel like we've, we've, we've kind of put that to the side for a little bit. And, it, and it's screaming at us and go, yeah. we made you. Yeah. So we'll bring that bring, back. Bring the game back. Um, and also, the small matter of, uh, of, of an East Anglian derby coming up this week. Ooh. So that's going to be fun. But Good. let's go back uh, to the Hull game. Yep. It was a game that, I must admit, I didn't have a clue what Hull were going to pose. I didn't know what they were going to bring to the game. They have been very inconsistent this season. And it was very similar to what Bristol, to what Burton, to what most teams have brought to Carrow yeah. this season, wasn't it? Yeah, it was indeed. It was... Uh... I mean, from my point of view, I'm just thankful we managed to get a point in the end. I, I genuinely thought it was going to be one of those games where we were just going to lose yeah. it. Um, I thought that Hull, in fairness, um, set up well. Uh, I, di- I didn't think they posed... Look, they had one good chance and they put it away. And I think that's the difference, Jack. And, you know, I, I think if we'd been uh, more, more clinical, uh, especially in the, in, in the first 20 minutes... It's, it's 3-0 and it's game yeah. over. Uh, and we'd probably go on to tra- absolutely trounce them. So I think that's the difference for Norwich at the moment, Jack. I think that that's um, the only area I've mentioned it a couple of times now. I think the, the delivery has been poor. Mm. That was better-ish on Saturday. It, it was getting there. Mm. But I think now um, it, it's all about you know making sure that we score the opportunities we get early doors, bringing the team, bringing the game to the opposition. And in the East Anglian derby coming up, Jack... That is exactly what you do. If you get one chance, you put that bloody ball in the net. I think it's an, it's, an, it's an interesting point, isn't it? Because in terms of the home games, against Burton we had chances, against Bristol, yeah. I don't think we had as many chances, but Middlesbrough away, Redden away, we hardly had chances. Mm-hmm. Sheffield United as well. Yeah, and we, and we put them away. So it shows the small margins. And you're c- completely right. Vildesk had, ch- had two great chances. Um, yeah, Madison hit the post. I, I think that is and that is something I have to say. I think obviously we'll go on to talk about about uh, Mario Vrancic, but I think that was another um, average performance from well, not average, but just very frustrating performance. Um, obviously, your man Yannick Vilshert, who I've come to love as well. I think that he brings. So, I mean, he basically he looks. Uh, as good going forwards as um, Mitchell Dykes 
is mm. in in terms of he's power, just he's yeah. just a beast. Yeah. He's an absolute animal. Yeah. He'll knock it past you. And I quite like that about Yannick. Um, but for me, at the moment, he's doing re- he's doing the complicated bit. Mm. He's got the confidence to, to to take a man to take two men. But then when it comes to the just just give it, just mm. do the simple bit at the end. You've done your job, Yannick. Yeah. Don't don't cock it up. Yeah. Just give it. You know, keep it safe. Keep the ball in play. Um, and I think again that that was the frustrating for me with with Yannick at the weekend. Just a couple of really really good chances. One one sitter. And obviously, I don't expect players to score every single chance they get. But it really was a sitter at the weekend. I think, I think the thing I really love about Yannick. First of all, completely agree that it was it was wasteful. I think that's probably the, the word. Yeah, used. yeah. But I think you can almost get away with a Yannick Vilsgaard type performance in the championship because. He will beat his man. He is powerful enough. He is quick enough to simply outrun players. Mm. He's physically better than yeah. other players. His genes are good. Yeah. Um, and you can get away with that. If you're, a, if you're a Josh Murphy, in terms of you can't beat your man as well as a Yannick Vilsch, then you have to have that final bit of quality or that great delivery. Josh has got the same problem, Jack. I think Josh can no, beat no, his man. No, he can, yeah. And his, his delivery has probably let him down more than more than others this season. But what I'm saying is Yannick Vilsch can get away with maybe not delivering his final ball because he will beat his man so many times that he might create one chance. Okay. And it's just, he's just his sheer power that I really love. And we don't have another player like it. We yeah. simply don't. Um, but, but make the most of that, Jack. Yeah. Make course. the most of it. But then, you know... We, we, we're giving this, this criticism now not because we, you know, on, we're absolutely bashing him. Um, I think that it's just important to realise that th- this is now going to be the process for a few players. I think Yannick Vilshit is one. I think Mario Vrancic is another. And actually, to be honest with you, I think James Madison is probably one of those players. So although Madison's had a few good games, we've got to remember that these players are only getting used to playing consistent games. Husband is another player. So that's four players straight away that you look at and you go... These players have got to play consistent games to grow and develop. And it's just worth highlighting that because we're not bashing them just because we hate them. Uh, I, we, I, just... I, I think I love Yannick Vilsch more than a lot of my family members. Okay, that's just, absolutely fine. I hope you're not out. watching Mum or Eve. <laughs> no, not my mum. Maybe more distant family members. Oh, okay, fine. I feel more connected yeah, I'll accept that. to Yannick Vilsch. I'll accept that, yeah. Um, it, it, let, let's, let's look at, at Hull's goal because the first 10, I thought the first 15 minutes... I've got it. We I've look got excellent. It. I know why I went wrong. Let me let me talk. No. Okay, you talk. No, I, no I'm just I just Go. wanted to say that first 15 minutes against Hull, I was like, right, we've upped the tempo. We look better in the final third. Yeah. We've got Hull pinned back. Mm-hmm. It is a it is, it is a matter of when we score, not if we score. Yeah. And then they grabbed their goal. Was it like the 22nd minute or something? And it just Such knocked the stuffing out of us. Yeah, it did. It did. And I think, well, I don't think I know the reason why it happened, and that was simply because. We, we'd, we'd been so focused on going forwards and unfortunately no one was covering that role protecting the defenders yeah. so you'll notice if you watch the replay of the goal we would have had a tribal there or a Tete there yeah we would have had one of those players there and they weren't there and that was the reason why that that goal went through I don't was think it a, was it, a fact it was a defence I don't think it's anything that the, 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 the defence should be um, concerned about as such because no. I think they were set up relatively well they just didn't have that person protecting them well it was it was a fact and I think I said it in my match review it's it's nice as an Norwich City fan to to, to go well our defence maybe fell asleep and it's almost a rarity to say that because mm. they've been so good yeah. in recent weeks and something Michael Bailey said was like you mentioned the defensive midfielder yes Reed came in and done a good job and Tribal as Tom Tribal but the, the job that Alex Tete has done in recent weeks was where he would have been. Yeah. 
and that maybe caused an issue. Maybe Close and Zimmerman expected him to be there and someone to clear that up. Possibly. It, it just seemed very odd to me because when... But it was a great run and, it was, and also it was, it was a great a, finish. Yeah, no, it was a great finish. They, we didn't really have a chance of no, doing better credit, credit to Hull, I thought that they broke incredibly well. They won yeah. the ball off Madison. Yeah. It wasn't a foul. And no. There were a few people saying a foul. Definitely that was a game foul. plan as well, so fair play. Fair um, play. But I thought, to be fair, um, we, we were knocking on their door a little bit. Um, and I think that... A little yeah. bit with uh, knocking that door down. No, well, I mean, at the end of the game, Jack, I do, I do think, you know, although I'm saying we probably didn't deserve to get anything from it, we were knocking on the door a little bit. And I thought that, well, I didn't think. I absolutely love, I just love Nelson Oliveira. I've, I absolutely love that man. Let's talk about Nelson. I love, I love the fact that he gave it large to McGregor because he absolutely deserved it. Did he? Yeah, <laughs> he did. He was giving the ball boy stick in the first half. Oh, was he? That's hard. Yeah, saying, come on, mate, come on, pass the ball, mate. Well, calm down. He's, look, he's going as fast as he can. I've slated the ball boys, but in fairness to the ball boy, this one down the Barclay was impressive. Was it? Whoever you were, ball boy, lower Barclay, well done. Yeah. Well done for holding your ground against dodgy old McGregor. Have a Horlix tonight and, and, and pat yourself on the back. Yeah, anyway, Nelson You've done your city proud. You've done your city proud. Yeah, so, 1 0. Yeah. You're thinking, I, I think I turned around to you in about the 92nd minute and gone, it's just not our day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was strange, wasn't it? I don't Loads of people it... left. By the way, find that. Sorry, I've got to check here. Right. Please, please, please listen to this. You need to stop leaving Carrow Road late. Early. If it, so, sorry, early. Sorry, what the hell am I on about? Why would you leave? Uh, if you've watched Norwich at all in the last five, six seasons, why would you leave a game early? I don't, I, I, the traffic's not even that bad. That's not even an excuse. You got your <laughs> you got your parking spot at Morrison's. You got your parking spot at Riverside, or up some dodgy lane in, in Brackendale. Just calm down. You're going to get stuck in the traffic anyway. Why don't you sit back and enjoy the last minute goals? It's happened under Lambert. It's happened under Hutton. It happened under Rhoda. It happened under Peter Ryan. It happened under Brian Gunn. It's happened under Alex Neil. And now it's happening under Daniel Farker. Please, please, please stop leaving games early because it makes us look like Ipswich when we score goals. And trust me, you don't. You I, really don't want to look like them. I, I, I feel like I have empathy with a lot of people's opinions, but I just can't get my head around people who leave early. Oh, got to beat the traffic, Jack. Sorry, got to beat the traffic. Yeah, but if you're going to try and beat the traffic, just leave a little bit later and miss it. Like, leave 15 If you're that worried about the traffic, why don't you just not go to the football? Go and grab a Bovril and just chill why out. Why don't you just leave at half time? Just don't go. Just don't turn up. Just listen to Chris Gorham. Just give your ticket to someone that, you know, wants to watch the game. But you know what? Good that they missed the goal. Yeah, hilarious. Good. Absolutely hilarious. Good. One of, my, um, one of my colleagues who's not a Norwich fan um, was actually in, uh, on, uh, I think he was in Next, Riverside. Um, yeah of course he was uh, and the goal went in and there was loads of Norwich fans and you could hear it right and loads of Norwich fans that were in next were like oh I missed the goal or they were celebrating why, but why I love that why to next I mean don't don't even start me on that oh let's leave the game early to get my shopping in oh Jesus yeah, who's shopping in next <sighs> anyway Jack um, have you ever left the game early no I've never uh, you, no. I've left one game early. Which game was and that? I was sitting next to you. Sunderland at home. When we lost 3-0 and pretty much confirmed that. You did. Like, I was fuming. You I just, did. I was like, I, can't, I just don't want to you watch did. this anymore. And I mean, I, I've never ever left a game early. And I stayed until the bitter end of the, the Norwich-Colchester League One loss. And I think that, well, from my perspective, 
if we've had a bad game, I like to sit, sit at the end to actually watch the players' reactions. I think that's actually really, it's actually quite important. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of players that will be um, obviously quite subdued. You'll see. Uh, I, I just find it interesting to look at the players' body language after uh, after after a you know a game that they should or could have won, and that. It, it says a lot about a player, a lot about a player, and, and that's why I find that quite fascinating. But anyway, no, but I, I, if you left the game early on Saturday, ha ha. I think, yeah, I've stayed. That's the only game I've left early, and I've watched some horrific defeats, and I've stayed till the very end. But there was something about that Sunderland game where I was so disgusted in in my team. I just didn't want to see them for any longer. Yeah, but like, you stayed the whole game in Millwall. What was all that about? Yeah, I stayed at what much worse defeats than Sunderland. To be fair, but it was Millwall, the manner of the defeat. At Millwall, you did leave five minutes early for half time. You're like, no, fuck this, Chris. Oh uh, yeah, I think did I? No, I didn't. You I did. Didn't. You I didn't. did because I stayed till half time, and you gave me two pounds to go and get you a bottle of water, and the queue was so long, I just, I just didn't get it. Mm. I did give you the money back. Okay. So, anyway, I thought, you know, to summarise the whole game... We haven't spoke about the Oliveira goal yet. Uh, yeah, cheeky flick. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. And kudos to Cameron Jerome. I mean, you, and you, it's, can't, you can't give him credit for going like that, surely. Yes, I can. <laughs> of course I can. <laughs> let, let me give Cameron Jerome some credit when he's due. It was... It just... I could have done that. Oh, Jack. He went like that. You're winding me up. Stop it. No, I... I right. I, I, I think it's probably, I, I like Cameron Jerome. It's brought up an interesting I like question. Cameron Jerome, and I do get. I, I like to praise players where praise is due, but you can't praise a football player for for heading the ball back. Jackie set up the goal. He didn't. I don't think he meant it. Right. Let's take our opinions out of it and let's bring this into play. I thought it was quite interesting to see the fact that Cameron Jerome knocked that on. And it's raised a question. Can we play two up front? That, is, a, play, that is an interesting Should point. we play two up front with Cam Jam and Nelson? And, by the way, I think we can now. It, I, I, it's something that I never really considered. Mm. But I think every time Cameron Jerome wins it, mm. I think he's almost had to change his game yeah. to, to try to bring it down on his chest to then give it, to give it sideways or, or backwards. But as soon as Nelson came on, he was flicking it on. He yeah. was searching for that man, but he did it so much more naturally. And I just, yes, he does deserve credit for setting up that goal, Jack. And it's totally worth giving him the time of day because Cameron Jerome has been slated by both of us. And it's fair to go out there and, and you know, say, say to the guys listening, no, you know what, Cameron Jerome, well done. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not slagging Jerome off and just saying... If... Anyone could have done that? Yeah. Jack, you're wrong. But anyway, we'll carry but on. But no, I think that, that does raise it. Because I thought David's fan count the weekend was really good in terms of the way he kind of said maybe we should have a, a plan for away from home because it's working and it hopefully will work for the foreseeable future and, and maybe a game plan for at home. Because you say there about Jerome, and I think he has changed the player of the past season. Mm. He used to, or maybe this is the way the team has played, but he very, it, was, it was very much, and I think, yeah, it probably is the way the team has played. In terms of under Alex Neal, there was a lot of time when we would go long for Jerome, and Jerome, instead of having his back to goal when he was receiving, was mm. trying to chase it down mm. now... We're playing it short. We're knocking it into his feet. He's always got his back to goal. He's lost a yard of pace. There's no doubt about that. He looks yeah. slower this season. Okay. Uh, and that's only natural. He's getting older. But when he receives the ball, he's not in a, shoot, a shooting opportunities or he's, or he's having to take it wide mm -hmm. and look for someone in the middle. So I'm not sure if a two up front would work. I think it, it takes time. The times I've seen us play two up front in the past, it hasn't worked. 
because uh, there was that time under Alex Neal, wasn't there, when everyone was like, play to up front, play to up front. And we did it, and it just didn't really click. I think it could be a possibility, but then I suppose you have to take a Madison out, you maybe have to take a Wes out to accommodate for that. So what are you willing to sacrifice? I think it's about, you know, what, I, think it, I think you kind of have to adapt, Jack. I think it might be a case of, um, you know, having the first 45 minutes starting two up top. If it's not working, if we've conceded, you know, perhaps we want to bring in that central defensive midfielder again. But I just think I'm not saying do it. I'm just yeah. saying it's worth realizing that actually, you know, Daniel Farker's substitutions, which by the way were were on point of the weekend, up, actually, yeah. were very on point of the weekend. I've said it to you time and time again. I do think that Wes needs to come on as early as possible to build himself into the game. I thought he changed the game. Um, yeah, he did. But I just I, he could have changed it a lot earlier. Yeah, no, I agree. He could have changed it a lot earlier. Yeah. And, but, you know, again, kudos to Daniel Farker because the substitutions were fantastic. Obviously, Steepman played his part in the goal as well with his foul throw. Um, you know, so, you know, fantastic. I, no, I think, I think we should raise that substitution question because I think you probably, more than, more than others, have questioned Daniel Farker's substitutions being either being too late or not being the right ones. No, just late. Yeah, just late. Just late. But he, I, I think, not only were they not too late, they were the right ones. He took off tribal and... Reed, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So we were playing two up front. We were pretty much at the end of the game playing six attacking players. And, and, T- and Timmy Kay was up there, wasn't he? Yeah, he nearly scored a delightful chip. Timmy Kay? Didn't he? Yeah, someone cleared off the line, didn't yeah, they? But but, anyway. um, I, I, I was going to say earlier, and um, I didn't get around to it, I don't think I got as excited about that goal as I should have done. I, 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 yeah, because you've just drawn 1-1 one, one at home to no, Hull City. No, I think that was maybe a thing. But it, you know when where we sit? I was thinking about this. On the, on the drive here. Where are you going with this? I, I don't really know. Okay. Where we sit, about ninety-five percent of the of the action was down the other end, and you feel a bit distant from it when it's at the other end. You can't really see it that well. Okay. And I just thought, well, the I don't family feel end... overly connected to this game. Anymore. No, the, the family end needs something to cheer about, and I think it encourages them to actually, you know, cheer. Make and I think maybe the reason I, I was I didn't get as I, I was still excited. Like I was still very excited. And uh, we had a little hug, didn't we? Yeah, we, we hugged. Yeah. Um, I was on your seat. Yeah, you were. Um, and then giving it large to the away fans. Yeah, you were. Um, was what was I going to say? Um, I don't. I, I wasn't expecting us Where to score. I wasn't this? expecting us. To, I oh, genuinely okay. every single game. You'd I just given up, basically. Yeah, I'd given up, and they and, and that's brilliant that they proved me wrong. Yeah. Good, James' husband. Yeah, an- another good game for Jimmy. Jimmy H. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm making the guy. I don't know who the guy is to, to my right, but I'm making him chuckle because every single time he gets the ball, he he's he's really impressing me. What's and he, James' uh, husband? No, he honestly. On the guy to your right? <laughs> no, uh, the guy to my right is very impressive. The honestly, James' husband's impressing me. I that I mean, uh, he's impressing me, Jack. I think he ha- he crossed the ball. And I honestly thought, wow, like it, the, the delivery was pinpoint. And at one point, I thought he was, I thought he was going to slash a shot into the top right. Mm. And I thought, you know, and, it's, and someone tweeted me actually today saying, James Husband, 90th minute winner against Ipswich. And you guys know, you know the case. If James Husband scores a 90th minute winner no, against Ipswich. No, you didn't Ipswich, say 90th minute winner. You just said if James Husband scores. No, the winner. I definitely oh, said yeah, the winner. Oh yeah, you said the winner, but okay. you didn't specify anyway, time. You guys know if James Husband scores the winner against Ipswich, 
A, I'll be delighted because he deserves it for all the criticism, like people like me, he's, he's been getting. Um, but number two, my pants will be on my head for the next podcast. I think, well, I think the reason we gave <coughs> husband so much criticism um, was the fact that he didn't look like he could offer anything in terms of, he looked defensively woeful. Yeah. When he got the ball, he couldn't run forwards. What? I don't, you know what, Jack? I, I, he's playing well, which, yeah. I'm, which I'm happy with. But at the same time, I'm thinking, how can you start so badly? It was interesting because I was I was at the press conference on the the, the presser for the um, Drop that in there. for the whole game, and and James' husband was the player. Yeah, how did that make you feel, Jack? Um, he's actually a genuinely really nice yeah, player, of course he is. like proper yeah, sound yeah, yeah, guy. Of course he is, yeah, and he's, he, you know, <laughs> you know what I said in, in on this podcast that even when he's what did I say? He's like an very average footballer and he did look like a very average by footballer. the way you have absolutely I mean I've gone in on him but you've gone oh, no, in on I him. did I mean quote Jack Reeve quote Jack Reeve here James Husband is a fraud <laughs> of a left back I did quote say quote Jack Reeve no I did and and James Husband in the press conference to be fair to him admitted that he was woeful <clears> at the start of the season good and he was also looking at me when he was like but I think the criticism was over <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's something about that guy that I, I do quite like, and I don't know what I can't believe I'm saying it, but you know when you when you when you when someone speaks, I'm loving the vibes. I'm just loving the vibes right now. It just it, it, it's just filling me with such good stuff. Like honestly, I just James' husband playing well just makes me smile. Yeah, it really does. And you know, James' husband against Ipswich is something that really excites really me. Start. Why because Steve, Steedman's pr- probably fit to go. I think James Husband will be very, very unlucky to not start the zip switch. Another player I want to, before we move on from, from the whole game, yeah. and I think this is a, a, a big talking point, and it's a talking point I really want to get onto, is, is Mario Vrancic. Okay. Now, Vrancic, at the weekend, well, uh, there was mixed opinions. I didn't think he played very well. I don't think you think he played very well. Some people did think he played well. I know Andy Lord from Long Come Norwich loves the bloke. Now he, uh, right, Andy well, Lawn. If you're listening to this, he he literally disagrees with everything I say. He doesn't. <laughs> I think it's to the point where he does it on purpose, even though he agrees with me. Just because he knows he wind you up. Like Madison will score that amazing free kick, and I'll be like, Madison's an absolute baller, and he'll respond with average, something like that. Like, <laughs> but anyway, no, the thing sorry. with Ranchich is when we signed him. First of all, he's definitely regressed as a player since he's dyed his hair black. He needs to bring the blonde. Hair okay, back. okay, accepted. But. It's, his hair is brilliant. Like he's so well groomed, isn't mm-hmm. he? And it, it and it does pain me to, to 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 not slate, but have a go at someone who's so finely groomed because his hair is majestic. Yeah, it's decent to be but fair. But when it. when I was out in in Germany for the preseason tour, I looked at Brancic and thought he's going to be a real star this season. Mm. He was, he, I think, he was our best player out there. Still could be. Still, yeah, of course he can be. And um, but since we've we've come back, I was like, he's a bit slow in the first few games. I was like, give him time, he'll adapt. Bit slow, came into life against Brentford in the cup when they had like a second string side out. By the way, set pieces are brilliant. I'm not getting away from that. I just don't. I, you know, when some players, you know that there's a good footballer in there. Ricky Van Wolfswinkel, there's a good footballer in there. Yes, you might have to search for it, but there's a good footballer in there. But Mate, some players, what are you talking Some about? players just aren't cut out for certain leagues. And my fear is, that I can't Mar- believe you've said that so early. I questioned that when you said it in your review at the weekend as well. You know, when you get that, you, honestly, you honestly think that he's I'm not, not cut out for the no, I'm not writing him off. And I think that there. No, I think you are. No, Jack. I'm not writing him off. There's a difference between writing a player off and just saying he's crap and saying. There's going to be very specific games where he's going to suit. But saying that, I think Yannick Vujicic is one of our best players. Yeah. 
because he is part of a lot of the game. Mario Vrancic drifts in and out of games. I'm not getting away from the fact he provided a beautiful pass for, for Oliveira's opening goal against QPR. He set up Yannick Vilskut's miss. Beautiful ball. He's got a killer ball in him, but it happens once a game. And I don't like players yeah. that drift out of games so much, especially in this league and especially the style of football we're playing. Mm-hmm. I'm not having to go at Mario Vrancic. I do think there's a good footballer in there. I do think that he will be suited to certain games. Maybe when there's a bit of space at home, I just fear... But, that there, was we... space, but there was space at home the weekend, Jack. Possibly. Hull were defensive. There was space. No there, no, there was, and I agree. And I don't think he had his best game. I think a lot of people would agree with that. But if you stick him in an Ipswich away, uh, we're going to get overrun. And that's my yeah. fear. Is yeah. that there's... With you entirely. I just I, I don't like players that drift him out of games so much, and he is one of them players. He he has unda- he's like me at five aside. Don't be a Jack Reeve if you don't be a Jack Reeve. Okay, where you'll screw up a lot. Yeah. You're drifting out of the game. You haven't got the fitness to run up and down the yeah. pitch. But you will once in a fortnight provide an absolute killer pass and yeah, goal nice. or bang on top bins. Okay, and it all is forgiven. But for the rest of the games, okay. you're out of it. You're nowhere near Some it. Some people have jumped on the Vrancic bus quite early doors saying that he's like Meza Ozil he's nothing like no he's I don't know I don't watch Meza Ozil that much okay I think it's quite early for that um, and look I mean at the weekend I'd I'd got slated because I went out there and said I think Mario Vrancic should be dropped a lot for the Ipswich could, a game a lot of people agreed with you but no but I also got slated because Mario Vran- I said that Mario Vrancic should get dropped for the Ipswich game. Now, Jack dressed up the video as he does as Mario Vrancic should be dropped as if I was saying, you know, he's done, never hey, playing again. We need the YouTube ad revenue. I've, I've written him off. Look, I have not, I just want to make it clear on this podcast now, I've not written Mario Vrancic off at all. I, I agree with Jack. I, sorry, I disagree with Jack. I do think there's a good footballer in, in Mario Vrancic. I said that. I said no, no, no. Right, and anyway, and I do think he's good enough for this league, which... You, certain you've games. not said certain games I do I just think it's going to take some time now yeah but we've given some him people, time we've given him time look, we're a quarter of the way through we, the season Jack you've, no 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 here we are no we're statistically a quarter of the way through okay, the season ok fine accept that but what have we said let's just let's just bring it back Jack what do we say this season we are not properly going to expect players to perform week in, week out until Christmas. No, 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 no. Christmas is the judging point, Jack. Yeah, so you think Mario Vrancic is going to be going to become a completely different player by Christmas? Yeah, I, yeah, really? I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I think given the game time, and he will. And look at you. You're smiling because you know you wanted me up. Here's my point, Jack. So, and you know, Robin saying he was on. You know, so I don't really mind, and I'd happily say it to his face as well. Robin came out after the. Um, after the game on Saturday and said, well, I thought Mario Vrancic was better than Madison. To which that just really, really wound me up. Because Madison's your boy. Because first of all, Madison's my boy. No, 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 no. But anyway, let's, again, just to try to put this across in the best way possible, let's take my opinion of Madison out of it. Let's just stick to the facts. Okay. And in this case, the stats. So... Bloody hell, your stats. Look, I've I've got the stats. So, from my point of view... And actually, it'd be good to get your opinion, Jack. If a player doesn't do anything all game, and I mean that in the in loose terms, so if a player you know plays a few passes, James Husband against Millwall type performance. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. That's that's horrendous. Oh, okay. If a player just trots around, makes a few passes, 
looks okay, and then delivers one good ball where the player misses and doesn't score, would you say that's a good performance? One good ball. One good ball. Personally, no. I want to see. No. I could, yeah, and I totally agree with you, Jack. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I think, you know, for the people to come out and say, well, yeah, but he passed it to, to Yannick and it was a brilliant pass. And, right, what did Yannick do? He missed. But I suppose to play devil's advocate, it wasn't Rancic's fault that that chance was missed. No, no, and no, if, no. And if Phil Schick would have scored it and that would have been the, the only is, goal, it's a completely No, but the point is, argument. when Mario had the ball... He slowed the gang down. Yeah, no, and he that's got the, the ball thing and he slowed it. And you know what? I'm fine with players controlling the game. I thought, um, who did that quite well for Norwich? I think Bradley Johnson did that relatively well for Norwich. I think obviously Wes, but Wes brings some energy about it. That's he, the thing. For he, me. He, that's he flicks, thing for me. he turns. There's energy. Now, I think Mario is a technically gifted player. I do. So I agree with the Mario lovers. Yes, he's technically gifted. Yes, he's good on the ball, but. I just think there needs to be more energy in there. I think he needs to understand that to adapt to the English game, you need to be delivering more than one good ball a game. So I th- let, I, let me get on, let's get onto the stats in a minute. Okay. I think the thing in, in terms of orchestrating <clears throat> a tempo, the players who are really good at that can either slow a game down yep. when you're under the cosh or yep. speed a game up. I think, <clears throat> I think I think Wes can do that. The thing with Mario is he can't speed a game up for me. Not from what I've seen. He only slows the game. When the ball is given to him in a position where you're like, okay, we could maybe muster an attack here. He's looking for someone else. He's slowing the game down. And yes, sometimes he provides a fantastic ball from that. But nine times out of ten, that attacking opportunity is is stifled mm-hmm. because of Rancic slowing the, the game down. For me, I, I just don't the really like them types of players. It. I think it might just be a personal opinion. I don't like them types of players. I, think, I like all yeah. guns blazing. Get at them. Yeah. I'm a proper... And I can understand you know. look, and I can understand that, that the people will like Mario Vrancic because he slows the game down. Because he seems to be more controlled on the ball. Yeah. And I can appreciate a, a fantastic through ball when I can see one. But... I'm glad you can. <laughs> let's just stick to the stats. Now, some people said, you know, Vrancic was better than Madison at the weekend. And quite frankly, you're wrong. Um, you're wrong because Mario Vrancic had... Two shots, zero on target. Madison had seven shots, two of which were on target, and one of which hit the woodwork. Very important stat to put out there. What are you laughing for, Jack? Are you laughing? What are you laughing? Okay, part, okay, okay, well, Mario Vrancic, he was fantastic. He, you know, the passing was fantastic. Okay, well, passing accuracy for Vrancic. Right. 81%. Not too shabby. No, no, decent. Madison, 93%. Oh, well, Chris, what are you on about? Because, because, <laughs> I don't know, this is my, this is my kind of, this the is my trial, my, my Twitter jabs. Well, Chris, James Madison didn't play as many passes as, uh, as Vrancic. I feel like we need a Chris Wilder tap in there just to kind of... No, 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 don't oh, tap. Sorry, sorry. Don't tap. YouTube, yeah, actually, that is bloody oh, YouTube, YouTube people get annoyed with that, yeah, Jack. I get annoyed with that. Um, okay. Vrancic made 60 passes... And Madison played 61 passes. Oh, well, that's a, that's a big stat, that. One pass more. 91, 93% mm. passing actually compared to 81%, Jack. Yeah, good. Right, there you go. Okay. Right, off the Chris, thank so, you. So, so then you, you say to yourself, okay, well, he's dribbled, he's dribbled. Well, he's not, he's not won as many dribbles. He's not made as many touches. He's not made as many tackles. All of the stats, Robin, I'm sorry, mate, but you're wrong. 
Madison played better than Vrancic at the weekend, and that is a fact. Fact. This isn't a Madison against Vrancic debate. And, and no, it's not. And, 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 but the reason why I'm putting this in the room, Jack, is I think a player that plays in attacking midfield should give as much as Madison has done. Now, trust me, and I know I'm a Madison fanboy, but I will be the first person to say when Madison has had an under par game. And I need to make that really clear. Like, we're, we're not just like. You've you said know, it this season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I've said, you know, Madison wasn't at the pace today already. Uh, you know, and I think, you know, what's this thing about scapegoat? Yeah. And you wanted to bring that up, Jack, as well. Like, I've. Just because I've said that Mario Vrancic has had one poor game, which he did, because it's his type of game. All of a sudden, I'm using him as a scapegoat. I mean, it's just it's just silly, really. It's diff- there's a difference. I'm quite realistic. I'm quite realistic. I'm not just going to sit there and slag off players for no reason here, left, right and centre. I'll have a reason for it. And I just think that people need to understand that, you know, there, there's people... I just, it's just, I don't know. I'm just speechless. With you it. should be allowed to criticise a player. Not out of... I'm a positive if guy. A, if there's a justified reason to criticise someone, that's not scapegoating someone that's just saying you didn't have a very good game we've both yeah. come out and said um, maybe you're a bit harsh to husband at the start of the season but he was bloody awful we were so um, harsh to husband yeah sorry husband so, no but to the point where we did say I think we might be yeah. bullying here but um, yeah Vrancic we both said he could possibly be a good player but I thought he was a bit crap at the weekend and, and by the way we, we're not blowing this out of proportion I think me and Jack are just making it very clear that we're we, we're not we're not in the Mario Vrancic hate club we love his Barney. Love we his love the way he looks. We love the fact he's technically gifted. We love the fact that he can play the. He the can take ball. a corner, and that's an underrated and, and, feat uh, yeah, in the modern game. And, and, and for Norwich as well. I think I know why Andy Lorne loves him so much. Why? Because didn't Andy Lorne do like a 2000 word article about not beating the first man from a corner isn't as bad as people make out? And <sighs> Brancic can beat the first man. So that's maybe why. I don't know. I'm no, but he, no, yeah, but he, he, he doesn't actually. care. But yeah, that's yeah. true. Anyway, We've got but we do like now. Mario. We do like Mario, and we, we, and I'm, I'm just taking Jack's opinion for him. He will be a fantastic player by Christmas. Just give him some time. Um, I've just been tweeted. I, I was going to. We'll get to tweets in a minute. Yeah. I've just been tweeted Live a tweet. video. Oh, Jack. Of from Matthew Pummel. Now you know, um, Holty and Russ are doing is are doing a show at Open. Yep. Someone's just tweeted me a video of Russ and Holty singing Don't Stop Believing um, on stage. Now, let me just play this. Now, let's play oh, it down wow. the mic and, and let's watch it and let's see what's going on here. What's he doing? What's he doing? What's Russ doing? Oh Russ! <laughs> oh Russ, mate! So that was oh, Russ, Russ mate. and Grant Hart singing what? "Don't Stop Believing." Oh stage. my god! <laughs> oh my god! I've seen it all. Now. Anyway, should we do the should we do the questions before the Ipswich? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, cues, um, cues, go cues. And first of all, quick fire moan of the week. Uh, no, just I need to have a think about it. You do more York mode of the week first. Um, people leaving early. Okay, my mode of the week is um, 
What is my moan? I don't... No, I don't have one. Yes, you do. I don't like to moan, really. You moan. I do moan, but I don't like Just to do moan. it. Oh, fine. People saying... It's the scapegoat thing. Yeah. Okay. Hype of the week. Hype of the week for me... <laughs> I just want to say James Madison every time. It just... You know, this podcast is going to get so boring. Um, hype of the week. Hype of the week is Nelson Oliveira for his comments about the Ipswich derby. Yeah, we'll get onto that in a minute. Mine was Marco Stiefman ripping the corner flag out. Oh, how show. good was that? Literally. <laughs> yeah, love that. Love that. Anyway, let's get into the questions. Yeah. Um, Chris Nicholas, if you could trap either Chris Wilder or Mick McCarthy on a desert island, who would you pick? Chris Wilder. Yeah. I actually think... Mick now, McCarthy's got a bit of bounce about him, isn't he? Yeah, I kind of like I Mick mean, he, look, he is the manager of Ipswich, and don't get me wrong, I will just not like him because he's the manager of Ipswich. But, credit where credit's due, he is a bit of a laugh, isn't he? Yeah, he does Mick, come out Mick with seems some, like a He does take the piss out of the Ipswich fans as well. So. Um... At Smibo says, should we get the Yarmouth Giant put up at Carrow Road as it looks like Farker? Now, I live in Yarmouth and I don't have a bloody clue what the Yarmouth Giant is. He did tweet a picture to us. I'll put it on screen. Oh, it's... Oh, the Yarmouth Giant is at... What? Ride the fantasy land? Is it on the Jack, what Jack, what is this? I think it's, I think it's at Joyland on the Snails. Right, right. Can we, can yeah, we just avoid Great Yarmouth? Please? I love Yarmouth. Um, Tim Pot, mate. <laughs> Josh Beaver, what would you oh, change? Love, if... Sorry, here he is again. Just Josh, I love your name. I love. Oh, by name. the way, Luton fan, seven-one win against Stevenage at the weekend. Had him in the acker. Good old boys. Yeah. What would you change in the squad ahead of the Ipswich game? Uh, I think for me, you've got to go with experience. So all I'm saying is, I, I like the squad that we started with at the weekend. I would literally just replace Mario for Wes because Wes has got the experience of the derby. He knows what it means. I think it's very, very important, Jack, that these players understand just how big this derby game is. Would you start with Nelson? Over? No, I wouldn't. Oh, really? No, I wouldn't. Um, so, although I absolutely love Nelson, I think that, I mean, what a weapon to bring on at, like, 70 minutes. I mean, hello. Yeah. Like, say, for example, look, if Ipswich are winning 1-0, which they won't be, if Ipswich are winning 1-0 at 70 minutes and you bring on Nelson Oliveira, we've won the game. We've literally That's won the game. I thought you were going to say you'd start him. What? Yeah, to be fair, if we start him, I'm happy. If we don't start him, I'm happy. Because Jerome, to be fair to Jerome, he has a great record in the derbies, doesn't he? Great record in the derbies. Again, he knows what it means. Now, Nelson's come out in the press giving it large because he's Nelson, which, by the way, absolutely love it. But I just think for me, I would, if I was the manager, I would try to keep Nelson on as a bit of a bonus ball. And by the way, Ipswich players are going to be screwed at 70 minutes, as in, as in physically. Mm. Keeping up with players like Wes trying to just hack players out of the game like Madison. Oh, by the way, Madison, he gets targeted so badly. Like, the amount he gets kicked... you right, It's like Messi. <laughs> he just gets kicked I love how you compare him to Messi. It just does, doesn't it? Yeah, but good. Like, Madison, like, I'm sorry for saying this, but I'm pleased you get targeted. The reason why you're targeted is because you are a shit-hot footballer. Nice. Um, Tony Lloyd saying if how would you line up for the derby if everyone was fit I'm going to do a preview video watch that yeah. it's too long winded to go into it on here uh, Jack Ryan now the, he's a yeah Newcastle fan okay uh, thoughts on Jacob Murphy so far at Newcastle I'm sorry but I just look I live breathe and, and die by Norwich City Football Club um, so 
I wouldn't really spend any of my energy you know looking at a player that we've just sold for multiple millions of pounds look I really like Jacob Murphy I really like him and I um, who's the, who is he I need uh, to address uh, Jack him Jack Ryan Jack what's his name Ryan Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan so Jack Ryan I spent the majority of last season sticking up for Jacob Murphy when everyone was saying that he's not good enough uh, at the end of the season they realised I was right um, and I think that you'll find at Newcastle it's always going to be a big ask for Jacob Murphy to step into that side first season back in the Premier League um, and for him to make an impact. I'm quite surprised that he's not been on as much, but at the same time, you're, you've got a really talented squad and I think that you'll see Jacob Murphy come into play probably next season, if not the season after. You've got to remember that he's young and you guys have, have bought him to be a player for the future. And I don't think that Jacob's... Uh, you know, I'm not saying he's not ready because he's he's ridiculously talented. That boy, um, but I just don't. It's not this season. Isn't his season? He's got to settle in. He's got to learn how the team plays. Working with Rafa. Um, hopefully, you see more of him next season and can see his full potential. Um, but yeah, all I'm saying is, um, yeah, I stuck up for him a lot last season when other other fans didn't, and I think you'll find that at Newcastle. I think a lot of Newcastle fans will be like, "Where's the receipt?" And I think some of the Newcastle fans will be like, well, hang on a minute, this is a pacey, talented, gifted player. Why isn't he playing football? So just be aware, really. Yeah, I think that, I think that move was one perfect for him. It's, it's the club he grew up supporting. Newcastle, I'd say probably one of the biggest clubs in England. Great support, loyal fan base, great manager. But is he ready for the Premier League? I question it. And I think another season at Norwich with the game time that you would have pretty much been guaranteed would have been very beneficial. But that move to Newcastle comes once in our time. But, so I don't blame him at all. I just think, I don't know if he's quite ready for but it. But, you know, if, if, if you fall out of love with Jacob, then, you know, you could just buy Josh up us for, you know, we'll, we'll sell Josh to you for about 25 if you're up for it. That'll be decent. Yeah. Uh, Elliot Warfield, would you start Vrancic in the derby? Go if on, not, Elliot. who replaces him? Well, we've already covered that, haven't we? It's got, uh, it's got to be West yeah, who replaces him. Oh, do you think? Yeah. Bring the game to Ipswich, chat. Bring yeah. the game yeah. to Ipswich. Okay. Yeah, I'm up for that. Um, yeah. Uh, Joe says, should we change up the formation uh, for home games where teams come and sit back to something more attacking with two strikers? We've kind of covered that as well, haven't Sorry, we? Sorry, I've got to admit, I completely ignored that. So, would you have a kind of like a home formation with two up front, basically? Yeah. That's what Joe's saying. Yeah. No, I think it depends on the game, but yes, I would experiment with it. Jonathan Parker said, uh, from the time you've been watching City, who would be your ultimate five-side team? I think we've done that. I think we've answered that previously. So, Jonathan, go back in the podcast and, and pick it out, mate. Yeah. Like 30 hours worth of podcast. But the main man in there was um, Pinto. Yeah. Um, Dom Ellis with an interesting one. Would you start Josh Murphy at Portman Road? Now, that's an interesting one. Y- yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Who would you drop? See, here's a, here's a possibility for you. Go on. You drop Vamchich out. Yeah. You put Madison in the middle mm. and you put Josh out on the left. Mm. 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 Is that talking to you? Yeah, it's tasty. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Because Josh gets Josh it. Josh draws the fouls. He gets it. Yeah. He, he gets, gets it. it. And, you know, yeah. See, I, I see him scoring as well. That, you, you say about Vrancic drifting out of games, and me too. I think Wes might drift out of the game. He definitely... No, thought, not in the derby. I don't know. No way. No. But no. is that not more of a tasty thing for you? Having Josh in there and Madison and a Yannick Vilchka. Because that just... I'm going to put it out there, Jack. I would even, I would even, dare I say, I'd even consider taking out Madison. Really? 
No, that's. I don't know. Stupid. I just think I, I just think it's really important that you play with the with players that know the derby. Yeah, but Madison that is important well for it. Yeah, I know, and I love Madison, but I've got to show that I'm level-headed and I'm not just a Madison lover. I've, I've got to show that side to me, Jack, that I do understand that if Varka wants to drop Madison, and I hope he doesn't, but if he does, I'll kind of understand why. I think it'll be very interesting to see the team we go for and how, yeah. and how we Agreed. go for it. Agreed. Very, very interesting. Um, James Mackay saying something we've probably already covered. Would Jerome and Oliveira partnership work? After all, I personally consider Cam Jam to perform better as a lone striker. Now, that's interesting. I think he's of the... I think he's of the... James Mackay. Not sure about that. Don't... I don't... Yeah, not sure about that. I mean, Jerome's record, as you've said, he's pretty much scored as many goals as Chris Sutton, hasn't he? Yeah. And that's probably not great as a lone striker. So, yep. I don't know. I haven't really seen Jerome and Oliveira together. It might work. It might This not. is it. It is just a bit of an experiment until Christmas still. It yeah. is. Uh, T92 Bristol Rovers says, how many years would you give on a Tom... How many years would you give Tom Tribal's new contract if he was offered one? Five. I'd give him about 15. <laughs> Five. Five? Five? Yeah. Ten. Um, Reese Bish, what is the most frustrating thing about watching Norwich City at the moment? Final product. Just breaking teams out at home. It just does them a nutting. Final product, which obviously comes under that hat, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. That's very frustrating. And it was at the weekend and it has been for the previous ones. Um, Barney, what would you say to an Ipswich fan who still thinks they're a bigger club than Norwich? Is that from an Ipswich fan? No. Are we... Shall we? Shall we? No. No? Well, what would you say to them? I'd just laugh. I'd just laugh because they just don't understand. They just don't get it, do they? You know what? I actually feel really... You know what? I actually feel sorry for Ipswich fans. Especially the ones that are alive now. I really do because they've not seen them win anything or go up or... I mean, most of the most of the people our age haven't even seen them go anywhere. Have they even gone up the league or down the league? Mm. No. Mm. Was it now sixteen years in the championship? They're Ipswich Town. And uh, next question is from Wilmot's Limited. I love. Oh God, Wilmot's Wilmot's Limited. Love Wilmot's. Our resident gardener. But hang on, can I just put it out there? Right, is is he a freelancer? Yeah, he will do your lawn for you. I'm going to say this, Wilmot's. Um, we you really need to start sponsoring this channel because we are plugging the shit out of your business. It doesn't need to sponsor. Right, Will, I'll tell you what, if you want your moan lawn... Oh, actually, he's got his, he's got his website. Wow, that is the longest handle I've ever seen for a website. What is it? Willimott's Garden and Sports... Willimott's Garden and Sports Ground Services Limited.com. Hello. Um, now, what does it product? <laughs> what does he offer here? So, well, Willimots Limited does renovation, repair and maintenance, yeah. garden scarifier and top dressing, yeah. reconstruction of bowling greens, tennis courts and cricket squares, <laughs> spiking and aeration, and private garden and landscaping. Right, Wilmots, you've got, you've literally, I want you to be our sponsor, because I just, I just want to shout And I love his Twitter you. bio, the daily life of a contract groundsman, come rain or shine, weeds will outgrow grass. Let's look at his profile picture. He looks like a real top chap, doesn't he? Anyways, his question. Anyway, yeah, let's Um, stop uh, talking about his business for free. He's going, so basically, he's going to the game on Sunday, but he's in a corporate box. No yellow or green allowed. Yep. How does he get around it? You just can't. You've got to wear your lucky pants. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, go go um, yellow socks or green socks. Uh, definitely wear your Norwich City boxers. You know what um, I'm doing? I'm buying a yellow thermal and I'm wearing that under my shirt and I'm hello. sweating it out. Hello. Yeah. Or a Norwich City vest. Are you vest. actually doing that? No. By the way, random fact for you, random fact for you, I've got Basong's old training vest. Why? Because he used to work for clubs, so I got it for free. I'm not su- I'm surprised they didn't have to pay you Will to not, it. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. Will um, limited. So you're going to struggle because when we score our third, you're going to find it hard to hold it in. But um, yeah, just best of luck really, Will Mots, and we'll, we'll see you for and the next podcast. you know what, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Because you deserve it. Take some behind the scenes pictures um, and maybe stick a few stickers up. Yeah. Um, now Andrew Kent replied to Willemont's Limited and yep. said yellow and green pants and socks we'll city shirt in. under multiple layers then peel it off and unveil it when the full time whistle goes and we've won Imagine and Willemont's put sounds like a plan <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, Carl Prettyman says would you start Nelson Sunday but risk him not being fully fit or bringing him on as a super sub Super sub, I think we decided sub. on that. Canaries Live who have an Instagram account Canaries Live dinner with Oliveira or go on a cruise with Ivo Pinto Dinner with Oliveira or a cruise with Pinto? Damn, a cruise. A cruise is bloody amazing. Yeah, I know, but... Just a cruise with Pinto? Yeah, but Oliveira. A cruise with Pinto? <coughs> yeah, but Oliveira. Mate, I'm taking that cruise every day of the week. Yeah, I, I can imagine Pinto like getting, like getting up and just getting you a beer just because he loves you. I just love Pinto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our Birmingham still <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> Who said and that? It's Harry Redknapp still Harry Redknapp. Yeah, uh, Lois. Well, yeah, Birmingham are Birmingham. <laughs> what was this? They won at the weekend. Yeah, it's just, classic. Beat, um, it's just Birmingham. They beat Cardiff. It's just Birmingham being Birmingham. Birmingham or Birmingham? They are just Birmingham. Even though Ipswich is a dump, are you happy you're playing away from home this weekend instead of Carrow to your poor home record? I think actually, I think it's a fantastic question. That's from James. James, fantastic question. I think um, I totally agree with you. Uh, I don't think our home record is poor. I just think that actually, from, a, from I think it puts a hell of a lot of pressure on Ipswich. A hell of a lot of pressure. I, I mean, you obviously, of course, Ipswich fans won't admit it, but I think they're going to be shitting a brick a hell of a lot more than Norwich fans. I think that, you know, we could easily, easily run away of the game in the first half. We really, really could. And I think that, Ipswich will be seriously worried and especially as they've played a little bit well and then you know they've lost their last game to Sheffield United old Chris Wilder is uh, down his finger tapping there um, yeah I really like that question I, I agree I'm pleased we're playing them away I think it's the right time to play them away um, and I think it just gives us the advantage I really do and we're going to end on the <clears> questions <throat> here with Tristan Long who says right this is one of them questions that's really tough to answer oh god I, ha- Lose, I, hate these I think Tristan comments one of these every week uh, he's an aerial photographer okay hello are we going to start plugging people for free now Jack? might as well okay fair enough. love um, now would you rather lose both games to Ipswich <coughs> and go up as champions and they get relegated or win both games against Ipswich we go up in second and they finish mid-table oh, what was that what so what would you rather lose yeah. both games to Ipswich and we go up as champions and yeah. they get relegated or win both games against Ipswich, yeah. we go up in second place, yeah. and they don't get relegated. Yeah, no, number two. Because it could, because it's absolutely hilarious that they're in the same league again. Um, yeah, and, you know, they, and then yeah. we have, you know, uh, 
we've won both games again. You know, it's not uncommon for us to win both games in the derby. Um, and you know, just just to go up would be fantastic. And you know, it's punching above our weight this season. So yeah, yeah. I agree. So that's the questions. Let's have a quick little talk about the game this weekend. Okay. Um, what's that? Oh, is that? I've just had a. Um, <laughs> that's the worst acting ever. I've just had a tweet from um, my mate Crofty. Lee Croft. Andrew Croft. So what I'm doing this week, I'm just going to just, I don't actually, you know what, I don't care. It was kind of a strategy, but I don't mind telling you all. Every single day this week, up until the derby, I'm tweeting um, a Norwich City derby related, so Norwich City Ipswich related piece of content. Um, of course, it's in Norwich City's favour. And today's tweet was, that pile driver from at Croft 7, never forget bang emoji ball emoji NCFC shield emoji I love that that's an emoji um, yeah I love that um, do you, you did you watch Norwich win that when he yeah, scored that yeah. were, you, were you there for that yeah. Yeah? no I wasn't there but I... you did support Norwich yeah. at that point yeah yeah cool um, what a goal that was never forget and, yeah no no never forget and i never forget the fact that he went behind his back and gave it the 1-0 to the Ipswich fans which was just beautiful so anyway I tweeted that earlier and and he just responded to me with, what a day that was. So it's really funny because Lee Croft can't spell, bless him. Um, <laughs> and so he's put what, W-A-T, a day that was. Remember the ball leaving my foot like it was Y day. Still my fav goal of my career. Lovely Croft. Love the ball. Lee. I mean, Lee, you know, I, I used to make him cauliflower cheese. I'd happily have him again anytime I soon. I still don't think that's a main, main meal, Chris. I don't care. When a football player says, I'm going to come around yours for tea, I want... You co- don't offer them cauliflower no, cheese. No, no, no. When a player says to you, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing much. Do you want to come around tonight? Yeah. My old man says to them, yeah, yeah, sure. What do you want? Crofty says, cauliflower cheese. That's not a main meal. I don't care. If Madison says, I want to eat, I don't know, 15 bananas. Right. You serve Madison 15 bananas and you serve them well, Jack. <laughs> Okay, are you are you, would you peel them for him, or do you? Oh yeah, I, I think if Madison wanted fifteen bananas, you've got to peel them, you've got to slice them, but, but at, slice them on the angle. Oh right, okay. Then, then, then you get a bit of honey. Oh, you know what? Have you ever had banana honey on toast? Yeah, and in oh. yogurt as well, natural oh. yogurt. Oh, beautiful, with a bit of granola sprinkled on. Yeah, really nice. That's really middle class of you, Jack. What, anyway, here's something to try, TNC fans. And tweet us if you've tried it. Actually, tweet us with a picture of your banana and honey on toast. So trust me, it's amazing. It's literally amazing. Because if you can't be asked to make pancakes, it's so simple. Bread in the toaster. Out you go. Slice your banana. On top. Now, you can perfectly place each banana piece so all of the surface area of the, bread, of the nice. toast is covered. Then the honey. Get a pot of honey, squeezy. Don't get that that, yeah. that spoon Who gets shit jars that, of honey? that goes everywhere. Sod that. Get it all over. Nice. Yeah, all over. Any method? <clears throat> no, I mean you want to go in lines. Don't do any of this messy stuff. Okay. Lines, lines, right. lines. Like tribal, spreading the ball about the pitch. <laughs> spread it. Just spread it. Just spread yeah, it. Just okay. keep it. Just spread it. Then you get your second slice of toast on top. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's like mm, yeah, something. Slice in half. Never rectangle. Slice in half. There you go. Enjoy. Do you want to know something I've never understood? <clears throat> what? Now, this could be controversial. It could be very controversial. I can't believe we've not ended the podcast, but we're talking about recipes. But I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. People who toast their bread on a bacon sandwich. 
What are you doing? What are you doing? Ooh, not Why sure. are you toasting your bread with bacon? No, I don't know, Jack. I'm in the toast club. Why? Because it's so annoying when you've got a bit of bread and the bacon falls out the bottom because you've not got that, that solid bread. No, there is nothing better than a soggy bit of bread that's been... What, and the fat all ju- comes yeah, out I of it? I love that. I love that. I'm in, the, I'm in the toast club. Anyway. I didn't even know people done that until a few years ago. Thanks for watching. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> are we going to win this weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. The better question is, are you confident for this weekend? No, not really. No. <laughs> this is just all bravado. I I I think that uh, I think it's going <laughs> to scrap be, the first hour of content. I think it's going to be a really tough game. I think it's going to be a really really cagey game. Um, but I think Norwich is going to win it, and I think husband is going to score the winner. I think <laughs> I think this derby. See, no, no, no. Seriously, <laughs> if husband scores the winner, I think I'm going to break down. Yeah, like genuinely break down. But in a good way. No, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I won't be able to breathe, like contain myself physically, because I want it Have so you much. Have you will, just in case? I should do, actually. Yeah. That's a good point, I'll do Get that. Get that done this week. Um, I think, on a serious note, this weekend's derby is going to be one of the most intriguing for a long while, because yeah. Mick McCarthy's changed the way his side play a little bit, the players are different, mm. we've completely changed. We mm. got very similar under Alex Neil. We knew what to expect from Alex Neil's side. We knew what to expect from a Mick McCarthy side. You could pretty much guarantee it was going to be a draw last season. Mm, mm. This season, Ipswich could definitely go out and win. We yep. could definitely go out and win. Yep. We don't know how we're going to play. We don't know how Mick McCarthy's going to approach it. We don't know who's a, going to turn up and not turn up. It's so. a narrative that is beautifully poised, and mm. I'm very much looking forward to it. See you on the other side, Jack. Yeah, Happy and glorious. Thanks for listening. If you're on iTunes and you've got this far, please do leave a review. If you've got this far, it's definitely worth a five-star rating. If you haven't got this far, you're not listening. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please leave it a like. Please hit subscribe. Uh, we're nearing 12,500 subscribers, so let's try and hit that ASAP Rocky. Uh, see what I've done there? ASAP Rocky from me, from Delia, and from Chris. And from Ed Cousins Lake. Have a lovely evening, or day, or morning, and see you later. <laughs>